to MimiPierceDesigns.com, the podcast. And now, here's Mimi Pierce. Hello, friends. Mimi Pierce of Mimi Pierce Designs, the podcast. It's spring. Yes, I've been bringing that up here in Indiana, but once again, it's hard to tell because a couple of weeks ago, it was beautiful. We had buds on the trees. And this morning, we wake up to snow coating those trees. So just stick around. As they always say in Indiana, it'll change here in just a few hours. So so looking forward, though, to some warmer weather, getting into wedding season. And I'm so excited because what girl does not love a wedding? I, I still do. I'm in my 50s. I love attending weddings. And um, I'm blessed because some of my greatest friends own um, wedding and event venues here locally. And we'll get to that in just a minute. So I, it's busy time for wedding planners, wedding coordinators, anytime, but um, I've been allowed to pull from uh, my friends uh, using their event coordinator to talk about weddings, because I know this is your busy time, and so I'm going to mm -hmm. welcome from MTS Collective. She is the event director for them, uh, and her name is Bethany Cavanell. so hi, Bethany. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I know, I, I, I know this is such a busy time. Well, every time's a busy time for, for an event director. So uh, thank you for say, taking some time out. I thought it was time to talk about something fun and design and decorating. And um, But I want to start first because this is always confusing to me. I mean, your title is event director, but what's the difference? I hear this a lot between a wedding planner and a wedding coordinator. For sure. Our team was just talking about this because honestly, that's one of the number one most asked questions I feel like from our booked brides is should I hire additional support? Are you guys enough to help me through the planning process? Um, I think the biggest difference is that a wedding planner is often hired like right after you get engaged. So they could provide like total guidance throughout the planning process where a coordinator usually comes in um, our team, for example, comes in at the three month mark, but there are month of coordinators, there's day of coordinators. So they're usually not a part of the process until a lot closer to the wedding date. So if you're looking for somebody to provide a lot more support, I mean, things like budget management, design and styling, if you're just looking for total guidance, I would hire a full service planner instead of a day of or a month of coordinator. Okay. And so let's say the bride, she gets engaged, um, you know, once all the excitement of the ring and uh, just everyone's celebrating, what's the first thing? I know you just mentioned the wedding planner, but really what is the first thing on her list that she should be doing uh, if she doesn't hire a wedding planner? What's going to be the first step for her? I always encourage my brides to knock out those big vendors. Um, I got engaged in November and I think November of 2020. And I think by March, of course I had like holidays and all that, but by March 1st, I had knocked out like my caterer, venue, photographer, DJ, which was really nice because, you know, I secured my date with them. And then I got to have that peace of mind, like, okay, my date's locked in and now I can relax, celebrate, enjoy my engagement. And I don't have to get into the nitty gritty for a couple more months. So knock out the big vendors and then have a little bit of peace of mind. And yeah, enjoy let's, 
let's talk about the date. I mean, as far as, I mean, what are you thinking about? Like, when is your wedding? You, so you got engaged in November. So then yeah. when is, that was 2020. And then, so when is your wedding? November of this year. So we'll have a year okay, long. So you gave yourself a, a year long. Yeah. Is, is that what, I mean, as an event coordinator, you kind of have the ins and outs. Is that a good time frame? Give yourself a Honestly, year? Based on our experience, it's kind of funny, but that's on the shorter side, I guess. We have a lot of brides that book two, two and a half years out, especially if they want a primetime date. November is not usually the most popular. Um, so, and that, that didn't matter to me as much. But, right. and I also booked a Friday. So a November okay. Friday is the most, most popular, but I would say um, a year plus, but we have a lot of brides that will book like two, two and a half years out. I see. I would think I, that would just be too much for me because I'd be constantly, you know, thinking about it. Like you said, you locked all that main stuff in. So that's now out of your way uh, yeah. in time, you know, to kind of just calm down a little bit. So do you have your dress? I do. That was like the first thing that I did. And I guess I would encourage brides to do that too, because to be honest, I felt overwhelmed, but the dress was like a really happy day, made me really excited for the celebration, even like texting my fiance and being like, hey, I got it. And he was like, whoa, this is real now. <laughs> like, yeah. <she> <laughs> Well, speaking yeah. of fiance, that was one of my questions because usually it's, um, you know, kind of a mom daughter th thing or your bridesmaids and you. So how much does the groom play a part in the wedding planning? I guess it just depends on the bride. But do you see that in, in your side of the business? Do you see the groom, some grooms getting pretty involved or do they just kind of leave it up to the bride? I think it's 50 50. I mean, I'll say I've definitely seen weddings planned successfully without a ton of involvement from the groom, but it's so much more fun when the groom is involved. I have to say, I feel like even for our team, planning meetings are way more enjoyable when both parties are involved. Um, I have loved, you know, the things that my fiance has chimed in on. Of course, there's, you know, like the floral, he doesn't care and he knows that I care a lot. So that's right. one area where, you know, I'll just move forward but there's a lot of other, you know, like vendors. food and drink. Would he would be would he yeah, play a part like in, in food and food and drink? Yeah, like definitely want his opinion on the menu and the music and you know, even the look of the reception. So definitely not I don't feel like it's crucial to have your fiance involved, but it's gonna make it so much more fun, I think. Yeah, definitely. Seems seems like that would be that would be important. Um let's talk about the importance of how COVID-19 impacted so all of us, of course, it affected us in so many different ways, but um, you know, the event business, wedding business. So how did that impact you last year? As far as there was a time when brides had to cancel. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Um, I think at this point, our team has postponed close to 50 weddings. Um, which the initial, you know, postponement wave was March, April of 2020, but it was scary. I think for us, the biggest impact when the shutdown happened was, I mean, just the question of what do we do without spring revenue? Because essentially, right. 
half of March, all of April, all of May were wiped out. So we were grateful that a lot of those couples postponed to later in 2020, but it was still like, you know, spring is huge for us. So yeah. delaying revenue and, and thinking about the effect that that might have. Yeah. And not, not only that, because so many businesses, you know, and including, uh, you know, everyone were impacted by that, but the emotional side, because I'm sure you dealt with brides crying emotional. I mean, that takes a toll on you too. And I'm, I'm sure that you saw that because you know, you're in their shoes too. You're, you're becoming a bride and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, if I have to do this, what am I going to do? So what were your answers and, and how did you try to calm them as far as, you know, we, we can still make this happen. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, it, 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 it was. And, and I obviously know your owners and that's, it was hard for them because they're like, okay, yeah. if we have to cancel two more, you know, too many more weddings, this is, this definitely Im impacts our, our business, our company. So, yeah, but I know that there was definitely an emotional side for both the bride and you as, as a vendor having to say, okay, let's try to work this out. Um, yeah. And so now, did you see, okay, and then let's go back because then things started opening up a little bit or are they gonna try to reschedule? So I think you did probably see some of those downsides because they still wanted to have their wedding. For sure. Um, we had a lot of couples that were trying to make that tough decision between like, do we just throw the best party that we can throw with 50 guests and we just, we celebrate our day and we move forward or um, are we willing to wait? And so it was definitely emotional to walk through that decision. Um, I've never had so many like FaceTime and <laughs> and just different calls with both mom and dad and, and our owners would be on the call too. And um, it was cool in a way to like connect with them. It made that investment for our team even, even greater. Like that right. then when we finally got to that wedding day, it was like, wow, I am like so pumped to finally celebrate with this family. Yeah. That, that had to be extra special. So, so we're moving on. We get out of COVID-19. Things are kind of returning back to normal, as normal as they can be right now. So 2021, are you, you guys are pretty well booked. I mean, you don't have a lot of dates left, I wouldn't think, because you're, you, know, you already had some planning. Then you've had more brides wanting to get married in 2021. So you, your schedule, your calendar is pretty full, I would guess. Yes. Between Mustard Seed and then our sister space in Carmel, of course, we have our normal 2021 bookings and then a good, I mean, a good amount of postponements that will still take place this year. So yes, between both spaces, we will stay pretty busy. And let, let's talk about both spaces because uh, Mustard Seed, um, Mark and Teresa Skipper bought this years ago and saw this vision of Mustard Seed. So that's that's kind of the the grand all of it all, the grand grand yeah. you know, the grand one. And then they acquired um, over in Carmel, as you mentioned, Iron and Irons and Embers. Um, it's at the Brookshire Golf Club, and yeah. but they're two totally different venues in in my eyes. You know, um, so when you're selling. You've got the you can kind of tell folks about the mustard seed, which is more of the farmhouse, the big barn. And then I think the in my eyes, irons and embers is more um, what I want to say. It's simplistic. More but yeah, more elegant. Yeah. So so and I think that's great because that gives brides options. So kind of tell us the difference between those two venues. 
Yeah. I mean, just like you mentioned, aesthetically, they're very different. Mustard seed, I think of as like romantic, rustic. I don't think you can beat the landscaping out here. It's, you know, very gardeny, beautiful. And then Iron and Ember is like the cool little sister. She's like really sleek and super light and airy, modern, like you said. Um, To our surprise, we've actually had a lot of prospective brides interested in touring both, which when when we took on Iron and Ember, I thought, well, these are completely different aesthetics. Like we're going to have, you know, one group of brides that, that'll be interested in mustard seed and then a totally opposite group interested in iron and ember. So it's been neat. I think even though they are so different design wise, um, mm-hmm. people have been interested in seeing both. So that's well, cool. and I know, I know that Mark and Teresa, and you played a big part of this because, you know, you like to keep things up to date. Brides, you know, they're seeing things in magazines and online and things are always changing. And I mean, I know that gets pricey, but um, they've just invested. And I think they said that this was kind of your idea that, that you had been seeing where uh, barn trends, you know, that was pretty trendy there for a while, but they just painted um, their barn over at Mustard yeah. Seed. And I have to say, we don't live far from there. And this is, how would you describe the way the barn looks now and, and the transition? I love it. I mean, it's still pretty fresh. I think the black paint is like a week old at this point, and I can't stop staring at it. Um, it was their daughter Megan was a really big inspiration too. For about a year, we had talked about switching up the exterior because something I love about our owners, Mark and Teresa, is that they're always thinking of ways to keep our venue like fresh and modern. And so the exterior was like the next big project on our list. And we actually talked about painting it white several times. And for a couple of months, that was the move we were going to make. And then, um, we noticed, I mean, there were several other white barns in the area and we, we wanted yeah. to be different. We wanted to be modern. And um, so the idea of black came into the conversation. And since it was brought up, we were like, yes, love it. So excited. Um, and the response from brides and vendors so far has been yeah, awesome. it has it has the black windows too. I you know inset in it too, yeah. and I I think I can't wait to see pictures of just that as a backdrop because I just think that you know brides are going to pop you know really stand yeah. out in in front of that. And we're talking about you know photo ops, and then we go over to Carmel to Iron and Ember, and you know it's on a golf course, and so you think oh photo ops, but I have seen some some pictures from there, and they're they're pretty spectacular too. And I know in your mind you're you're having to constantly think of that. Okay, where are going to be good photo ops? Uh, you know, out on the golf course yeah. <laughs> sometimes when when the in between golfing. But um, yeah, yeah, I was really surprised at how many there are some really good photo ops over there as well at uh, at Iron and Ember and Carmel. So let's yeah. talk um, trends. Uh, 2021, we're kind of in a new phase here, new year. Um, first of all, I wanted to ask you, date-wise, I, I, growing up as a child, June was always, you know, the big, that was always when I was a young girl. Everybody got married in June, and I'm sure it's gone through phases. But right now, mm-hmm. are you seeing a popular month or in the upcoming years, is there a popular month that you're already seeing? The last few years, it has shifted from June to October. So for us, October is number one, September is second, and then June is third. 
So, so it's more it's the fall. I, I guess yeah. you know, tending to the to the fall flowers and and speaking of flowers is um, just a couple of weeks ago on my podcast I had my cousin Emily and she owns Emily's Backyard Blooms and we were talking because you know I'd seen pictures from from mustard seed and weddings and it was a lot of beige it was a lot of pale it was a little light blue. And I'm I'm a color person, so I was yeah. kind of like, it's pretty, it's elegant. And she's saying that she's seen brides that originally this year they were going to do the pale, and now that all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's kind of blah. And she's starting to see people changing their mind and wanting some pops of pops of colors. Um, are you seeing that a little bit too? Yes, we've seen a lot of pops of color. I don't know. Um, I think something that is cool that. I've seen like late 2020 and I think we'll move into 21 is people still wanting to make, you know, their day really unique despite any sort of limitation that's still in play because of COVID. And I think floral is a big one, you know, even if they might have 50 guests, they're still going to do it up. So yeah. that's yeah. something well, we that love. That's one of my favorite things. I'm, I'm a floral person. So you guys hosted an event a couple of weeks ago to celebrate your brides. And this is another thing I think that, and this is where Mark and Teresa, they, they just customer service, they go so above and beyond and you guys do the same. And and um, it's probably why it's so nice to work for them because they, they do care about their customers. So a couple of weeks ago, you guys hosted an open house for all your brides to just kind of come in, um, just see how things are, if there's any finishing touches. And you had floral arrangements that night. And those were a little, those were a little different to me. In fact, I, I think I brought one of the arrangements home and it was kind of a, it was kind of a, it was kind of a mix of, I had some oranges, but then it did have a little beige, then it had a little pop of blue in it. So um, that, that's always fun, fun to see. And that was, that was, that was kind of a different arrangement. I thought that um, probably yeah. is trending now too. That was um, Audie with Vineyard Floral Co. She's awesome. But like the great thing about it was that I just said, we're hosting this open house. We want it to be really happy and springy. And she just ran with it. So yeah. The flowers are like all all my favorites right now that are in, you know, the peonies that, you know, yeah. my dream just she she included them all some really unique tulips, you know. So so I know that these florists are while things some people want to be traditional. There are really some ways now to to kind of shake it up a little bit. And I think we all we all need that in 2021. Um, let's turn our attention to food. What's trending as far as food? You have to be a little careful, I'm sure. You know, buffets are a little funky. I don't even know if they were still in anyways before that. Um, it's been a while since I attended a wedding. Uh, I think I've got a couple that will be coming up soon. But um, so what what would be trending as far as food for, for weddings right now? I think we've seen really cool ways that are COVID friendly um, to kind of wine and dine guests with your like food and beverage stuff. We've seen like individual charcuterie boards for guests. Um, past signature cocktails are really cool. Our wine wall was a big hit last year, which is kind of a nice, again, COVID friendly way to distribute a drink quickly to your to your guests at cocktail hour. Um, but just kind of yeah, individual ways to, to serve guests. Yeah, explain. And, and your owner, Mark, I know built this wine wall 
Um, yeah. And it's, it's a big wall and it has individual where you just go up and pick whether it be wine or um, a specialty drink that are in special glasses. And I, that was so neat to me. I just think, you know, that was that was something that um, you guys came up with. He made it. And as you walk up, I, I, I've been to a couple events where they've used it and it's like, wow, that that just catches your eye. But yet it is friendly. You know, you're you just grab it one. It's yours, your personal. And so I, 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 I like that extra touch. So we touched on um, the flowers, the food. And um, are you finding that the ceremony, this seems to be also um, going on where they're doing churches aren't in as I mean, they're doing both at your venue. They can do both. They can have their wedding and the reception. Um, and you're still seeing that quite a bit, I'm sure. Yeah, I would say only maybe 10% of our weddings per year host their reception only. Um, and I feel like fewer and fewer each year. So, I mean, just whatever, obviously, but um, yeah, most of our rides choose to host, especially at Mustard Seed. I think the, again, the landscaping and the like natural beauty of the property provides just a really neat backdrop for an outdoor ceremony. Okay, so so how hard is that though to switch that out? Because I mean, do you have a lengthy time in, or it probably varies from bride. So you have the ceremony, um, is the reception area already ready or do you kind of have to make a transition to, to get that ready as well? If the weather cooperates, <laughs> then it's a pretty seamless day, but I will say that is the worst part of the job. That's the most stressful is the one thing you can't control, which is the weather. We have a lot of, at the time, not fun stories, but now I think we can laugh about them. You know, the, the times each year when we have to make a quick decision and transition guests inside and reset the barn or iron an ember for an indoor ceremony, but keeps us on yeah, our toes. So, so that brings me to, to this topic, um, bridezillas. <laughs> <laughs> and do, do they really do they really exist? And without in you know going too deep, um, is there one particular case that you remember that just was a nightmare for you as far as just trying or or maybe it wasn't Bridezilla, maybe it was Bride's mom <laughs> that created that? Can you can you just recall maybe you know an incident that just really stands out? Like whoa, I'm glad that one's over. <laughs> um, I mean, if I'm being honest you joked about the mom. It's typically family that makes the day more stressful. Usually, I mean, we meet with each couple twice prior to the wedding. So we form a pretty solid relationship with bride and groom and sometimes mom and dad. Um, but usually, you know, on rehearsal day and wedding day, you're bringing in a lot more voices, a lot more opinions, and you're managing all of those expectations. So usually it's the family, the mom, sometimes the groomsmen that can be... Mm -hmm. Can a little out of hand yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah. So yeah, I could, I mm -hmm. can see where that plays the part because you're, and, and sometimes you're just like, would you think of the big picture? This is a special day for the bride and the groom. Just let them do their thing and stay out of it, <laughs> stay out of yeah. it. Because this, in, in reality, I mean, this is their big day and you want it to be as perfect and, and as special as possible. So um, I think that that, uh, that plays, plays a big role in it. But I, I just, I'm, I love weddings and, and I'm sure you do too, but also not only do you do weddings, I mean, you're obviously an event coordinator. So there are other events that, um, that take place. Tell us some about the other events that you do besides um, the bride side of it. 
Yeah, we do a lot of small occasions. Right now we're kind of heavy into grad parties, which is great. Um, we do birthday parties, anniversary parties. We partner with several um, local not-for-profits and we'll do fundraisers or charity events. Um, Wayland's Warriors, Young Life, um, several different local organizations, Shepherd Center. So those are always fun ones for us to, you know, kind of break up. Yeah. And, um, work with a different type of client and design an event that's going to be um, beneficial for that foundation. So right. I know that Jim and I are involved with the kid again, that you guys um, always yeah. um, host that. And that's that's a great, great um, event that you guys always put on. And um, we did that a couple of years ago. So it's fun to see that side of, you know, not only the wedding planning, but there's, there's many other opportunities like grad parties. And do you have where a couple of families go in together to, you know, to host it? I don't know. What is right now as far as COVID? Are we back to 100% or what is that as far as restrictions go? I'm not real sure on that. Yeah, we are at full capacity. I forget when that happened. I want to say April 6th, maybe. Um, yeah. They bumped us to full capacity, which is awesome. We're still um, designing layouts that can be socially distant. Um, and I think like mostly with food and beverage service doing taking extra safety precautions there to make sure um, guests are comfortable when being served. But yeah, we're at full capacity. Most of our grad parties, it's like multiple students. So usually like yeah. three or four, we'll, we'll split the time. And um, yeah. thankfully the space is big enough to host um, right. a lot of people, so yeah. I want to go back because I'm going to turn my attention to you for a minute because you said your wedding is on a Friday. Um, yeah. And it's weird because, you know, I'm, I'm a lot older than you. And so I remember as a little girl going to, you know, a Sunday wedding with punch and cake. Um, and but now it, it's so weird to me when, you know, Mark and Teresa will say, oh, we've got a Friday night wedding. And so I, I just am curious, how does that play with your guests that you're inviting? Because you're thinking, are they going to have to take the day off? Um, you know, does that so when did that start kind of changing to Fridays and sometimes even during the week? Um, why did you choose a Friday? I mean, to be totally honest, I chose a Friday because there were no Saturdays left. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I mean, because of my job, I knew that that would be the case because I know that a lot of brides at this point are booking two years out to get a Saturday. And, um, the day of the week wasn't as important to me as as other things so i was right. willing to um make the sacrifice for a friday but to be honest we host just almost just as many fridays as we do saturdays and it's a pretty similar uh timeline usually the ceremony starts around 5 30 on a friday or a saturday um i always tell brides like the people that love you and care about you, they are going to make the time and they're going to be there right. regardless. We actually just uh, created a weekday package because we started to have more interest in Thursdays and we hosted a Monday wedding a year or two ago. So I personally love that couples are throwing the Saturday thing out the window because, I mean, you can have a party in the day of the week. Okay, so this is one last personal question for you. So your wedding's coming up, November. It'll be here before you know it. Do you have someone assisting you 
do you have a wedding coordinator or a wedding planner or are some of the girls there around there at, at mustard seed and iron and ember helping out a little <laughs> yeah so the ceremony is at mustard seed and the reception is at iron and ember <laughs> so i know i'm i'm using both spaces um good for you yeah i'm really excited but when I started planning, I thought I really want our team to be able to enjoy my my wedding day and not work. You know, I don't want Mark and Teresa setting up or, you know, doing anything. Right. Right. You want them work. to be a part of your special day. They're they're pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty special people in your life. So, yeah. yeah. But we do yeah. have some seasonal assistant coordinators and interns, thankfully, that I can um, kind of grab and and have helped me out that day so i will have some support so that our full-time staff can hopefully just relax and enjoy the day well good for you well best wishes thank you so much i'm i I know like i said i know you're busy all the time and you're really getting into the busy season so um i didn't have to twist your owner's arms too much but i (laughs) to take to take 30 minutes out of your day but thank you so much it was just fun to Um, you know, kind of turn our attention to something fun for a change. And I know that a lot of brides out there, their moms listen. And so I think this gives them um, kind of a route and some tips. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Best wishes for the rest of your wedding planning. And so thank you so much, Bethany. And um, again, you know what, give me to the best way to get a hold of you or mustard seed or the email or the website. Let's, let's get that out there as well. So people can go to that. Yeah. Um, the best way to reach out or inquire about an event is either hello at mustardseedgardens.com or hello at ironandemberevents.com. Our Instagram handles are the exact same at mustardseedgardens or at ironandemberevents. Yeah. I think I put an S on the irons and the embers because I think my son plays golf. You know, he works there. So I always think of irons like I'm thinking of his yes. golf irons. So I think I put an S on that. So I think you clarified that. So yeah, that is iron. good. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. this. Is, this was a fun one. I love yeah, wedding. So wedding this, all day. Yeah. So this is fun. Thanks so much, Bethany. Thanks, I really appreciate it.